0: It.
2: it rained today here in Texas. So I'm we jealous. get a little moody a little tune. But then the sun came out. And then a podcast turned on. And we had four boys in a podcast. Welcome back, guys.
0: Mm. Four boys in four windows.
2: Four boys. Four boys
1: in a podcast. Four,
2: we, that's the new name of this podcast. Four boys in a podcast. Uh, <laughs> who's on the show today?
1: You guys want
3: to go got? around? Hey, what's up? I'm yourselves. Ren. I'm here today. <laughs> Ren, hey, I'm
0: Nico. People what don't you? know who Run it Ren is, so <laughs> let's get an introduction there. What are I'm you guys, Matt.
2: Kn- what are you guys known for?
0: Uh, We're known for uh, yeah.
1: ASMR experiences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm known for being an all-around decent fella.
2: (laughs) Matt, what about you?
1: Yeah, I'm just happy to be here, guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We got ASMR guy, good guy, and happy to be here guy. And yeah, 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 it's gonna be a
0: good one today, folks.
2: Perfect. Um, wow. So, um, you guys have been working on something special for the last two weeks. Uh, Yeah. Now, no. what, you want to you want to go into some details on this? I mean, what what is this? We're releasing something next weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot to talk about with this because it's not just the piece itself. There's also another thing that's sort of bigger that's beyond just this single episode.
1: I think I know what you're talking about, but you're being so vague that I'm a little worried I'm not tracking you. Oh, sorry.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm talking about what you guys have been working on all day and all week. Okay. Yeah. Yes.
1: It starts with a T
0: and ends with an (laughs) Actical Reloads. Tactical Reloads, everybody.
2: Tactical Reloads is now coming to Corridor Digital. That's right. Uh, We recorded it way back in the before times. Uh yeah. pre-quarantine, pre-covid, all that stuff. We recorded it in March. And then mm-hmm. man, we went through trial and tribulation with the with the stay at home thing. Uh then we had to figure out, you know, we had some pickup days that we had to film with Freddie. Um mm-hmm. then we had uh, you know, extra shots that we wanted to get in there to sort of smooth out action beats and action moments and then um for the last 2 weeks or so, you guys have just been Cranking on Cranking. effects. Cranking cl- on effects. Color. Kevin Senzaki's been doing the sound design. It's looking really good. It,
1: It's definitely, like, one of the nicest productions we've done in a long time at Corridor.
2: Yeah, I saw the rough cut, and uh, the jokes seem to be working and everything, so
1: that's always a yeah. good sign when you,
2: when you get a rough cut together and it's actually working like that. Keanu <laughs> Reeves is the best.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, the jokes are working and like there's like character yeah. and like other cool things like dialogue that seems to actually work and cinematography that actually looks nice. Like all the things like, well, here's the thing. Like when you guys are watching like a movie or a TV show or something like that, at a certain point, even if it's not necessarily a good one, at a certain point, you just kind of slip into it. Right. You just accept the reality. You're not looking at actors. You're looking at characters. And now you're just watching a show. Right. Yeah. But there's that line you have to get over that hurdle as a filmmaker where before that you have to like you have to get past the point where people aren't seeing the actors and they're not seeing the camera work and they're not seeing the set and the location like, you know, getting a- across that line can be a little challenging. And yeah, you guys piece like, yeah, with all its cheese and its campiness, like it's easy to end up pulling people out, but it pulls you in like even myself like i don't see me acting i see my character when i'm watching it
2: that's called gravitas nico
1: (laughs) gravitas yeah
2: it's when you 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 get that sobriety that 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 realism of the character regardless of what they're playing where you you look at them and you're like that's actually happening that's not
1: an actor right um, sam's the one with the most gravitas if i must say sam out of the group. yeah i don't know if graceful is a word but
2: that we can apply to sam but <laughs> he he can he's got this certain uh you know je ne sais quoi when he gets into sam, a role he
0: he definitely has some very funny moments in there too he's, oh, he has yeah. some of the best reactions in the piece
1: <laughs> He's like angry neck twitch. Yeah, like when that angry
0: neck twitch is just great.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you're not so bad so yourself, much Jake, that uh, neck. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jake. When it comes to acting, you're not so you know you're not so bad yourself.
2: Uh, yeah, sometimes I can nail it. Sometimes I've I've looked back, you know, you know when you, you like you make so many videos, you look back at certain ones, uh, and sometimes you watch them and, you, and and you're thinking, oh my god, why was I doing that? But <laughs> if no one else notices, then you know, I guess. I guess it doesn't matter, but I guess that's a good sign. You know, it shows that you're, like, improving. Because there's, there's there's old videos where I, I can clearly see, like, why am I – I'm overacting so hard in this. Why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, this is the third iteration. Not only do mm-hmm. we have um, Nico and Freddie, we also got Matt Best in it. Uh, Mm. And uh, we shot it in the BRCC warehouse, which they had, like, this giant monitor setup that was kind of... We didn't expect to use it, but for one of the scenes, you know, they have... It's like... I think it was, like, five monitors across and four down. Yeah. So there's this giant bad guy wall of monitors that, uh, when we got there on the day we were in the warehouse and, you know, we were filming around it and we said, oh, hey, we'll just use that as the backdrop for the bad guys because that, that works. <laughs> and, then, and then we didn't expect it to work because, you know, usually stuff like that doesn't work. <laughs> and, uh, and then somebody casually asked, um, hey, does that thing turn on? And then uh, they went and got somebody and this guy came in and he just he switches it on all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden we went from having... You know, it it wasn't bad, but it was, like, generic bad guy, and then all of a sudden it was super (laughs) super bad guy with with
1: this whole... Yeah, the the production quality just took a big leap.
2: Yeah, so that was nice. That was unexpected. And then, um, you know, we pulled a few maneuvers, I think, to, like, hide some of the jankiness from some of the other scenes, you know, like, with the whole, like... I was really concerned about the um, the, uh, uh, gun range in the hallway thing. (laughs) <laughs> but I saw the footage and
1: most people won't notice it. <laughs> it definitely like, once again, it's like, it doesn't distract you per se. It doesn't look expensive. Yeah. Like it looks cheap, Yeah. but it doesn't like, it doesn't make you go like, oh, I'm just watching some dudes try to make a video. Babies, like, babies first, Video, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think really, uh, Ren really wants us to acknowledge what's happening right now. <laughs> but I'm not going to give it to you.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to let you win. Where, where did that background come from, Ren? This
3: background, yeah.
2: Uh, did you, did you is, make that? Why is
3: it backwards? No, 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 no. This is from a show, and I forget the name of it, but it's an amazing show. It's uh, a cartoon, right? Isn't yeah.
2: Everything is it called? Isn't everything amazing?
3: I forget. I don't remember where the name of the show but there's this other one from like the same maker who's like it's it's a very futurologist type short film mm. and with that sort of art style this okay. sort of
0: art style anyway okay. wait is it the people that made bojack Ho- horseman or is that a different no, thing? no. For,
2: okay. for those of you who are listening only Ren has some weird background with just some <laughs> yeah. some, some, some character like line drawn characters uh <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so anyway, the, the the tactical reload series. I think at first, you know, we didn't know if it was a series or not, and then the first one took off, and we said, "Oh, hey, maybe we should make another one of these." And then, yeah. you know, Nico, I, I, I'll say you you went out on a limb with the story plot lines <laughs> on the on the second one. I didn't. <laughs> I was very concerned that that's not what people wanted to see, but sure enough, uh, you know, that one did great. And now, and then we went, we went full on into the third one, uh, extended the storylines a little bit. And now on the website, we are announcing Tactical the Show.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> that's why right, more episodes. If it gets if it gets greenlit, it's up to the uh, the users to s- decide if they want to greenlight that or not. Of course,
2: yeah. But uh, you know, just to pull that up here, let's let's pull that up. Um, so greenlight to, it, guys. If you go to, to Cor- if you go to digital slash greenlight, which is anyone can see this page. Uh, so far, five thousand points have been put into tactical. So yeah, oh uh, yeah. You know it's probably not gonna happen this year uh if it does you know great that that would be that'd be great but um i'm excited for that and so the mission now on uh well tomorrow i guess is uh you guys have to go show this to freddie right yeah now yeah see here's the thing okay because throughout all these episodes freddie has been basically the best friend ever in the sense that he's just kind of shown up and shot them with us and participated with us and like gone along on this, like, Hey Freddie, can you do three days of filming, uh, for us, for this video (laughs) that, and he's every time he's shown up. So now, now we have to show him the best, hopefully the best one yet, and then get him excited for tactical
1: (laughs) to show. There's a couple things like at play here, by the way. So like, you know, the first one is kind of a viral video concept, but it has some story and some characters. The second one, yeah, you're right. I I put in a lot more story. It's like half story, half action, whereas the other one was like eighty percent, ninety percent action and like ten or twenty percent story. Yeah. But the thing is, if the third one comes out and the third one does well, we effectively have three episodes of a series with you know, and the first two each have like fifteen or something like that million each. Like, yeah. three episodes in a row with story and characters, and all of them having maybe over 10 million, if, if, you know, the third one pops, like, that's, you're looking at potential actual television series right there, because, you know, those numbers are television numbers, yeah. and if you've done it once, cool, if you've done it twice, hmm, maybe you got something, if you've done it three times, well, you're definitely making, like, something's working, right, each one's not an accident anymore, yeah. <laughs> you didn't just happen to go viral, So now we gotta and, take, you got go ahead, well, what I was gonna say is, you know, it's a cool potential to have, and You know, in the olden days, we would take that and we'd go and we'd try to pitch it, right? Like, all right, here's our pilot. Here's our scripts. Here's some future episodes we can do. But now we don't have to do that. Now we can be like, look, audience, if you want to see more of these, we can make the show for real. And the the green light system, like the amount of points we put up is that's approaching, you know, it's not a huge budget, but it's enough of a budget to make this happen. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's 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 interesting. And, you know, it's kind of the other challenge here is that when you. When you wanna make more of these things, it can't all just be action. At some point you have to start telling a story. <laughs> and so, you know, there is that challenge of like, well, can can one write a story that's compelling in this world? How do you do that? And honestly, like the more pieces I've made, the more I've realized like I have a ton to learn when it comes to writing. Um You know, I can write basic functional stories, but anything that has like nuance or like a twist on like how it's record you know, made or something like that, like I can't defy conventions or anything yet. Like, I, I'm basic baby script writer <laughs> at this point. But the thing I realized with Tactical and almost with, like, all the stories I do right now is, like, it's okay to work in convention as long as, like, the dressing that you're putting on it is special. You know, it's okay to tell a conventional story when you have, like, people that are literally juggling guns as, like, a part of this world that, you know, and that's where the story comes from. Right. And And, like, all the jank that surrounds it that all kind of melts away the more direct you get with your story beats. Like, yeah. when you don't sit there and, like, if you if you try to milk the acting for a shot or, like, hold a long reaction, like, you'll start to lose people. But if you're just like, and, facts, 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 and just hitting people with facts about the world and the characters and the situation, and suddenly, like, you know, they just have to start building this internal narrative. Yeah. Like, all that jank kind of melts away pretty quickly. As long as you're hitting that story directly, clearly, and, you know, not trying to, you know, punch outside your weight class too hard. <laughs>
2: right. No, totally. Yeah. That's that's a common mistake that that I think everyone makes when they're writing anything narrative, however long it is. There's a, there's a, there's always a tendency when you're starting out to uh just oh, well this is this is funny, so I want to keep it in or even though it's not in any way related to the actual where the rubber meets the road for the characters where they actually mm-hmm. go forward in they in their story. Um, and so, yeah, right. Yeah. R- writing that out is, you know, it, anytime I see that when I'm watching anything narrative, it's an immediate, you know, you can immediately get out of it when you're.
1: Yeah, it's easy to fall in love with your characters and want to be like, oh, what if I just like had this character do this funny one liner, you know, and like at some point you can do that. But not in the first two minutes of your YouTube video. Like, think yeah. of how long you have to watch a movie before the movie gets to have its characters, like, have a you know, fuck around a zinger, or just do whatever. Yeah. yeah, you know, they don't do that in the first 30 seconds, they do that like 30 minutes in, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, to me, that's that's the fourth tactical episode if you look at it that way. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, so, cause then you're just doing shticks, then you're just writing shticks, you know. That's yeah. just not <laughs> exactly.
1: Maybe we should do a video <laughs> of that.
2: Just to, to to defy everything I just said. Just a video just a video of shticks where you're, you're not you're not quite clear what's happening. I guess that's the second iteration of there's no time to explain, Ren. I mean oh, yeah. we need to I was thinking about we should bring that back, man. That would be good. That'd yeah. be a there's good shickening. uh we, we should there's it should be called like there's still no time to explain. There's still <laughs> no. yeah, 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 there's still no time to explain. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Rand Matt, you guys were heavy in the effects on this one. Um, yeah. What was yeah. the, what was the hardest slash most challenging thing so far that you saw? Ren,
0: I feel like you and Clint had some of the more challenging shots for sure. I, um, I, I
2: well,
3: okay. It, there's different kinds of challenging here, right? Exactly. Like, uh, yes. Your challenge is the fact that you have so many green screen shots and yeah. and trying to maintain <laughs> yes. a very certain like uh, level of quality and consistency amongst the dozens of shots that you worked on for green screening, uh, for me it's a lot of just challenging tracks where there's like there's a shot where Nico's like flipping over uh, Matt or this other Matt this there's yeah. dude in the video, uh, yeah. Nico's flipping over him and like I tracked in like this little couch hit on the back of like this bullet goes whizzing by and then hits his jacket. Yeah. But it's a very, yeah, it looks really good. There's not really that much to awesome. track there. It's like the gun goes over the entire shot at some point. So all my, all my hand motions are wigging out right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn off my video real quick.
2: Well, stop flying around New York City, dude.
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, a lot of stuff like that. But Clint and I are currently kind of going back and forth because I've been adding like these distorted like matrix bullet trails. And I like him a lot. And I want to like, they amp look it up. Awesome, dude. And every single note from Clint so far has been dial it back like a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but I want <laughs> more distortion. I want all of the distortion. He's like, eh. Ah.
1: So, but guess what, Ren? Those shots are approved. You don't have to touch them. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. At least the bullets flying by like Matt's vest. I thought those shots were great. Sweet. And like, you know what? Maybe they could be dialed around a little bit. But also, we need to be done with the effects in, like, a day. Yeah, yeah. I, have,
3: I have a large list of uh, shots that I still have to fix here. Um, so, I've, I've got a lot of work left to do, um, even through all, all tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So, that's what I'm cranking and, on. And I don't all mind, right. like, I know it's not super consistent, but I also don't really mind the over-the-top nature of, like, you know, of some of those effects. Well, so, so
3: what, what I was going for, I was just referencing the very first tactical reloads where I remember I, I did the bullet trails for that with like the really distorted like matrix lines, you know, and I remember those mm-hmm. being like really over the top. And so I was like, I'm going to make them over the top like that because there's precedent for it within the series. And so that's mm-hmm. what I started doing. And then Clint was like, dial it back. I was like, bah. so I went back and I looked at it. and I was like, actually, they are a lot more subdued than I remember them being in that first video. <laughs> well, there's, <laughs> so was like, yeah. there's that
2: one shot where the two bullets Hit the shoot the handcuffs off of the girl.
3: That's that was mm-hmm. what I was thinking of. Okay, but like the distortion there is a little bit different, a little yeah. not quite as good. There are better effects to use now, like Red Giant's uh, like chrom- chroma displacement. Okay, is like it's a really good uh, displacement mm. distortion type effect.
2: Now, um, Nico, are, do you have any concerns at all that uh, some of the character elements from between you and Freddie might carry into the real world? Uh, <laughs> like if we go and see him tomorrow and he's not impressed by tactical three loads and then, you know, he like leaves the partnership and then you have to go out and <laughs> you have to bring him back
1: in and, and say, come on, Freddie, we got to do this show, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's always a risk, but you know what? My friendship is built on confidence and trust there and I'm confident that Freddie will love it. And we've maintained an atmosphere of fun, like endeavor, endeavoring, like, you know, energetic, like artistically honest filmmaking when we, when we make this. So, you know, now granted the man's busy. I can't take so much of his time unless we start like incorporating him into the productions. Like you said, he's been like the greatest friend ever when it comes to participating with this stuff. Yeah. And like, now it's time for us to like, we're going to keep making tactical reloads. It's time to like make this a little bit more official between us. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally.
2: Hopefully we'll get a
1: chance to do that. Well, honestly, I think it's turning out really solid. And, you know, once again, it kind of comes down to, like, what happens with the website and with everybody, you know, that's on it. Like, if people feel like Tactical Reloads is worth their, you know, producer points, um, you know, like, Freddie's ready to come on board and join us and, like, help us write some of this. We'll have a bunch of time to rehearse and, like, plan cool stunts and, like, like, you know, all those stuntmen React episodes we've been filming? Like, those are all people we know now that we have connections with like we could be doing some crazy stuff as long as we have an excuse to go out there and make it yeah and you know we can't entirely entirely rely on people for favors like you could ask people for favors when you're like a kid in college or you're making your first film yeah but once you're like 800 films deep (laughs) it's like your 900th video on youtube you're like hey i was wondering if i could ask you for a favor they're like uh haven't you, haven't you made a career out of this for the last 10, 10 years? Yeah. A career, a favor out, of a, for a money? career out of asking <laughs> favors of
2: people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's an art platform. form.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's in and of itself. Okay. It's time for a word from today's episode sponsors.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
0: Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your
3: financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location
1: near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
3: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: Uh, Well, to talk about a few other things uh, that have happened on the site. um, So functional filmmaking was greenlit. Uh, was it this? It's week like, oh yeah!
3: It... Now we got to do that.
2: We got to execute
1: this thing. Yes. So, um, so that but, was greenlit. Did should talk about our lessons? Like, what are we going to teach people? Give a little preview in this podcast, you know? Yes,
2: I, I, I want to do that. I just want to point out a couple things before we do. Uh, so, Ren, I don't know if you've looked. Functional filmmaking has been greenlit. Son of a dungeon <laughs> is four hundred and thirty <laughs> points away.
1: Right that's crazy so uh
2: we've got some uh we've got some work to do boys to to make this happen and i I do want to talk about functional filmmaking ideas uh one thing i'm concerned about is that uh it's it's one of those ones where you're like oh yeah functional filmmaking we will teach some you know some abridged courses uh on our our method of thinking when approaching, right. when approaching filmmaking I think this is going to be a little bit harder than we than we think <laughs> uh, because because what, what we have to do is we have to boil down the f- like philosophical essence of of how you approach a, a filmmaking problem and then attach mm-hmm. it and then attach it to an actual example that we can use as this sort of through line for each class mm hmm so we have a few um you know we've got uh well we've got nico and ren here and you guys have already kind of identified two classes so Mm -hmm. i mean do you guys want to tell the audience a bit like about just what those are and, and and at least what maybe the initial approach is
1: yeah um ren you want to kick things off sure all right
3: I have no idea what we're gonna do. Oh
1: come on! That's
2: not
3: true. That's not so true, as everybody. We have nothing written. It's a, it's a half truth. It's a half Ren's truth. Like,
1: I've made. I've already made all my knowledge videos. I have no more knowledge. I am done.
2: <laughs> no more knowledge to give. Uh.
3: I mean, yeah. So the general idea is, I'm gonna kind of do whatever the functional filmmaking episode is around how I make these uh, science videos that I make. Yeah. Uh, And I don't exactly know what that should be yet. I haven't really put in a lot of effort into thinking about exactly like the structure or like specific examples and and breakdowns to include within that. Uh, I am currently not right now, but like uh, I have been working a little bit on a new science video, hopefully coming out at some point uh, that maybe will be a good excuse to kind of do a follow along with. So it's like I uh, I'll have like all the previous videos that I've made that I can do examples from and breakdowns for, uh, giving context behind certain decisions that I chose to highlight within the video and decisions. Cause usually the hardest thing is figuring out what not to include in a video. Cause yeah. I want to include mm-hmm. everything. And it's always like, well, if you did that, it'd be an hour long and it would take four and a half years to make. Um, <laughs> so it's always like trying to figure out, okay, how can you best streamline this process? So, Uh, The video I'm working on next, uh, hopefully, I mean, I've got so many different video ideas, and they're not necessarily the science videos, but how many solar panels could power the world? Now, on the surface, that seems Mm. like a fairly direct question. It's like, okay, how much energy does humanity consume? How many panels can output that much energy? Done. And it's like, the more I I (laughs) dove into that, the more complicated it got. Like, there's different kinds of energy. Like, electricity is only like a fifth of the energy that Earth consumes, or humanity, mm. society consumes. Uh, but it's the most efficient form of energy. Uh, most energy is in the form of heat. So, like, heat. And uh, transportation. <laughs> so, like, gasoline and stuff like that. Yeah. Diesel, etc. cetera. Um, that's, yeah. So, I'm, I've been tr- it's been really hard to kind of figure out how to narrow down all of these ideas and concepts through research and doing math and whatnot into something
2: that makes for a good video visually. Isn't the most immediate one the electricity? Cuz the most immediate what? The like a most immediate uh example to create the visuals from. Like cuz you think about it, you know, you, when you think about a solar panel, mm-hmm. you don't think about a solar panel making your car go necessarily, even though that is a thing that solar panels solar panels now do. You you think about a solar panel like Oh well, it, you know, it goes to the electricity and that goes to buildings and homes and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So is there a way that you can like, you know, focus it on to just like buildings or something? That's more I I've,
3: I've, I've get, I'm getting close, but the short answer is that like if I if I was to do just like the electricity section, that's a cop out, you know, like I, like what would it take so that earth was 100% Based off of renewable energy, but that would require some pretty heavy changes in society beyond just like getting rid of coal stations and putting up solar panels instead. Like, right? <laughs> it's the whole point of Tesla trying to accelerate uh, sustainable transport. You know, uh, and but the more electric cars are on the road, the more electricity demand there is, and so like all projections for how much energy we'll be using in the future is going up as far as electricity is concerned. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, I did figure out exactly how many solar panels would be needed to power my car to go so i, I have a yeah. tesla model three and it i get around 250 miles per sorry 250 watt hours per mile so about four miles for every kilowatt hour of energy and okay. i but i also so
0: wait hold on how many do you want to reveal how many oh it's so, a lot solar panels? you know because everyone thinks what? like
3: oh if you just put solar panels on your car it can just go forever right and the answer is that yeah. like For my car to have (laughs) enough solar panels uh, attached to it to be able to sustain the engine (laughs) running at 60 miles an hour just down the road, it would be like five... Semi truck trailers completely <laughs> covered in solar panels just towing behind my car, which of course also adds in extra weight and wind resistance, yeah. which increases the energy uh, needed.
2: So uh, now you need s- another five trucks just to power the power. Yeah, it's <laughs> that a compounding effect. And so, yeah. yeah.
3: And so it's like the idea there is that. It takes a lot of energy to make a car move or to even charge it at a decent rate. If you put if if you were to cover like the entirety of my car and solar panels, like after a full day of charging, I'd get maybe like four miles of range added. Wow. So it's like it's great if it's the post apocalypse and you've gotten like an entire summer to go across the state of Nevada because that's how long it's going to take you. But mm-hmm. uh, the, so that's everyone's always thinking, oh, you can just put solar panels on a car and it'll go. And that's not true. But the other side of that, the flip side, is that everyone thinks that you have to cover, like, the entire world in solar panels to have enough energy to power the whole planet. And that's also wrong. You don't need that many. Mm. Uh, to power America, you just need, like, a 100 by 100 mile uh, square. Hmm. Uh, and for the whole world, it comes out to around the square footage of Spain. So if you had, like, a block of of solar panels that's a lot the of size land. of Spain. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it's but a lot of land, that, but... But if you if you're to total up all of the uh, land covered in buildings that have right. roofs, it's a lot more than that. Yeah, it's way you're more right.
2: than that. Way more than that.
3: <clears throat> and so yeah, it's uh, it's the whole purpose of all my like science videos is trying to recognize something that is easily understood, or no, it's recognizing something that is easy to understand but is not well understood, and that's mm. kind of like the thread go that goes through every single one of my videos whether it's like how big are star wars ships to yeah an easiest way to demonstrate something like that is to show an image you know you get it's a very efficient form of communication a thousand words for every image right <laughs> so, so I,
2: yep. I have two questions about that first question is do you find yourself using uh, uh <clears throat> like the proper application of mathematics and engineering principles like when you're solving these riddles these scripts or sure i mean it... i i am rarely
3: rarely using advanced math usually my math is like just algebra okay. like most of engineering like you have to take like high level math classes like you have to take like freaking differential equations linear algebra vector calculus and then most of engineering
2: is basically just advanced algebra okay now what what sort of so if, if just to take your example not that you haven't. I know you haven't boiled down all the math on this yet, but you talk about that hundred by hundred mile block of mm-hmm. solar panels for America, right? So, what would we need to do to get that to actually have it be practical? Like, what 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 would it be like beyond?
3: It would comprehension require, or no, no, no. It's, it's, these are all doable problems, but they're all extremely challenging because the infrastructure isn't in place. You know, it's like, it's one thing to have like a giant solar farm that's creating all this electricity, but then you got to transport that long distances, which requires transformers to get it up to really high voltages to go long distances or, mm. or like a smart grid. That's able to like pull from a bunch of different solar panels all at once to, you know, cause right now there's, there's every evening everyone uses a lot more electricity than they do throughout the rest of the day. So it's really hard to accommodate for that. So there are what are called peaker plants, which are basically gas powered, uh, natural gas powered plants that they fire up in the afternoon just to supply any extra energy that's needed on a moment's notice. But if you have a smart grid in place, you don't need any of those power plants because hmm. it's all just like everyone's talking to each other. There's ev- it also goes hand in hand with like battery storage systems. Cause it's like, it's great if you could generate that energy, but if it doesn't go anywhere, it's just wasted. Yeah. And, like, the more I've, like, researched into his, into this, like, the bigger and bigger the concept gets and the harder it is to wrangle what it is I want to say yeah. down to something into, like, a, you know, a four-minute video.
2: Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- how much money are these guys <laughs> making? If, if you're talking about, like, a, a an energy industry where they have plants that are literally just there and there's somebody, there's a group of people whose job it is to just fire that thing up every day and make sure that it's running so that... All the idiots like like me can just come home and like turn on the lights and be like, oh yeah, the lights. I don't even think about them. I just turn them on. They just work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, like they must be. That's a critical industry. Obviously, the people that run these energy companies. I mean, they're obvious. They've got to be for profit, right? Because otherwise, why would you do well, it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it's
3: usually. I mean, PG and E I think is a private company. You know, like yeah. they have to be running at some sort of profit level even right. if all of their uh stations are starting to break down and cause wildfires right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right.
2: but i i'm just saying like from a from a men, from the mentality of like okay who who's going to build a solar field that big like you know you know there's a couple of different ways you could do that like there, you obviously
3: it, yeah it's like you know uh, there's grid scale uh energy markets like there is a marketplace for like a ton of energy and there's always demand for it because and that's a very very consistent thing is demand for electricity right and and so uh it does fluctuate and that's that's where the challenge lies is because like all of a sudden if the demand like fluctuates up you have to like figure out how to meet that demand um and 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 things like the temperature outside can affect the efficiency of power plants and that's why you start seeing a lot of rolling blackouts in places like southern california when it gets really hot out because it changes the quality of air and the right. humidity of the air and so that when you're trying to actually burn something you're getting a lot less efficiency out of those turbines and so you end up with a lot less power output than these peaker plants which are supposed to like you know provide all this power and they can't so then they're having to shut down certain neighborhoods of the city it's like all right for an hour you don't get power sorry but that's just because
2: that's all we can do (laughs) right no totally um it's it's a super vexing and uh evolving problem it's it's not like it's ever the thing is you don't you can't effectively like just come up with a solution and then sort of just like put it in a box because not only is demand changing but also the nature of energy itself is something that's if just if energy is just left alone like like you said it'll just be wasted so not only do you have to figure out like how to meet demand you also have to figure out how to keep and store it so that you can you can use it later when possible
3: like right now the biggest uh i guess industry changing technology that's really starting to roll out is the idea of grid scale battery storage you know tesla's been really pushing this they made this giant i want to say like one or 200 megawatt hour energy storage plant in australia and within like a year or two it already started it already like recovered all of its costs in just in terms of like the money it was making uh selling energy when it was needed yeah. and because it's all electrical and battery it's like it's able to flip uh and be able to put full output on like literally like a flip of a switch that's not controlled by people it's just like it whenever it's needed it's suddenly you know pouring out energy Uh, But people always think of like batteries as like the batteries you see in like your TV remote or like a lithium ion battery. But like there's all kinds of different forms of energy storage. There's that giant power plant between here and Vegas, you know, with all the mirrors reflecting up to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That thing that shines so bright in the middle is literally a thermal battery. It's a battery in the form of heat because it's a giant pool of molten salt. And it's molten salt because it has good thermal characteristics of, of keeping that heat. Yeah. And they just run water through these pipes that go through it. And it boils the water, which turns into, it's very, basically a very fancy steam in, engine. Wow. I mean, most
1: power plants are in a way. Yeah,
3: No, I mean, that, that's basically all they are. They're just fancy, uh, you know, coal plants. But I, but
2: I thought we were more evolved than that. You, you're telling still, me we're just still powered by steam? Yeah, <laughs> it's all just yeah. steampunk at the end of the day. Steam is good
0: at doing work. Hey, do you know which is the most efficient form of reusable energy? Like, which one harnesses the most probably, power?
1: Probably ocean tide. I would imagine. I think that oh, maybe. On what, Where it is? I guess well, it depends. It, there, there, um, Geothermal. These are answer answer all of our right? questions. Well, right. Like,
3: <laughs> if you set up enough uh, like tide harnessing energy things, you'll stop all the tides from moving. We did that. <laughs> we did that <laughs> equation mm-hmm. in in college. And everyone got it wrong, and our professor got pissed. Uh, he was like, you are going to go do it again and do it right this <laughs> time. we're like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, wow. So, And Good. geothermal, Good. like, the easiest way and the most sustainable way is just from the sun because it's always putting out energy. It never fluctuates, weather permitting, obviously. Uh, wind, oh, sometimes fair. it's yeah. not windy. Uh, geothermal is usually pretty consistent, but, like, the uh, process of getting that heat is is a challenging one and a hard one uh nuclear is actually pretty solid but everyone is afraid of nuclear um Mm -hmm. and and for the amount of like space you have to put around like the no man's zone around a nuclear power plant yeah if you were to just fill all of that with solar panels instead you would end up with a fairly similar power output from solar than you would from nuclear
1: Assuming, of course, you're in a climate that supports solar.
3: Yeah, but like Germany, for instance, has a ton of solar in there. It's Europe, like they have yeah, tons of a... clouds year round. England, same same way. They have tons of solar there, and it's it's working well. They have a bunch of mm. them in Minnesota.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm dubious about that. It feels like a good way to not get energy. <laughs> no, it or, is a good way though. It's they wouldn't still, be it's doing it a good if way. it did, if it wasn't working though.
3: Clouds can cut down on energy on on solar panels, but like. It's not a huge factor, Uh, especially uh, some of the technology coming out right now is starting to try to harness uh, infrared energy a little bit better than it currently does, which Mm. means clouds aren't even a factor at all, because infrared just goes straight through clouds. Oh, really? Oh,
0: Oh, interesting. Man, see, there's a whole... That's why
3: you can still get sunburned on a cloudy day. There's a whole
0: world out there,
2: you know?
3: Yeah, that's
0: that future steam. That's
2: that future... (laughs) I can't wait for future steam. That infrared steam, yeah. That oh infrared man, I'm gonna come steam, home and man. turn on my lights and go. Oh man, you see that infrared You see that <laughs> future steam? steam? Infrared steam. That's what's that's what's powering it.
3: Yeah. It looks like well, lasers. We have now gotten onto this topic talking about you know energy and whatnot, and I trust me, I'm down to talk about this for a long time. But this all started with you asking me about what my functional filmmaking episode is going to
2: be. <laughs> well, I, think, I think that's it. what every, the whole conversation we just went through uh, is a is a perfect representation of what we're dealing with with functional filmmaking. Because, <laughs> you just
0: go on tangents all day. Well, well, we have
2: stuff. to we have to boil this stuff down like we have yeah. to we got, we got to steam it up. Boys, steam it up, <laughs> baby. Get that infrared steam. you so gotta send it through the internet and 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 onto the lights of the computer monitors. Yeah, and phone screens.
0: Uh, there's certainly like the question of like, I mean, the format is important, but also the structure. Right, so like, how are we structuring each episode? Is it like a class where like one person teaches a couple of episodes and that's a class, so and there's then there's a... multiple people teaching different classes? Yes. Or how Who's is it making work? these?
2: Who's editing them? So we, so a couple, a lot of questions. Let me answer, <laughs> Let me answer them. Uh, f- first thing, uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna do classes, which is you know on the on the actual digital.com slash greenlight page uh you can see there's there's four classes that we've sort of proposed at the moment we want to do probably six to eight now each one of those classes is gonna have m- numerous episodes within it like I- effectively it'll be you know some somewhere between like hopefully 30 and 45 minutes of information but each one will will be sort of it'll be bite-sized so you know maybe five minutes here maybe 15 minutes here on this on this Part of it, each one of which is is like lessons in a in a in building blocks that that sort of take you through. Now, the challenge is like like Ren was kind of going into. We need to identify uh, the philosophy behind the approach, which for Ren is making concepts that are uh, not easily understood easy to understand uh, when you present concise facts and then talking t- taking an example showing why just like we talked about the 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 to get the facts concise can be often the challenge in it of in and of itself and so we need to come up with a lesson a lesson plan that illustrates that and so you you may even want to do it by like using the solar panels idea as the as the through line and so, it, it, you know, maybe it's easier to look at it with hindsight once you've gone through the process, but mm-hmm. for for example, we could do that, we could put that video out, and then you could use that as the example for functional filmmaking to show how you got through each layer of the problem uh, as you went through it. Right. Uh, so that'd be one. Uh, the, the, the other one, Nico's one, is uh, how to master any camera. So, uh, you know, I imagine that's got... That, that
1: probably has a few less steps, maybe, than Ren's, but uh, I, I don't know. Nico, give well, thoughts I on mean, that. That's also a, how to master any camera is a very broad thing, too, because I need to basically condense all the knowledge across all photography devices and boil it down to these essential, fundamental pieces of knowledge that can apply to any system. Yeah, <laughs>
2: everything, everything from a GoPro to a, a RED camera. You do want to show how yep. that actually works across cameras though yes you know so once even once you identify the core tenets of like say it's light camera tech and color science or whatever like you know you want to show specifically like okay here's the same step here's the same three or four step process let's do it to this camera okay what kind of image do we get and then maybe compare those together so that one that one's Mm -hmm. a little bit easier at the onset but like You know, Clint's going to encounter the same problem with his, uh, (laughs) how to make any image photorealistic idea, um, because (laughs) yeah, that's something that he's very passionate about, but I I don't, I don't know how to, his whole thing is, okay, you've got objects in the real world. How do you capture the, the texture and the aesthetic of that and then apply it in, in any 3d program? What are the, what are the fundamentals? I think he's going yeah. to
3: have an easy time. You to think be so? completely honest. I think he's going to be totally fine doing that entire episode. Because he's been practicing every single weekend, uh, you know, doing his, his, like, three-hour live stream. Uh, where I he have makes seen stuff, that, yeah. And it's like, you know, he, he's, like, he's got, he's just been practicing it, uh, not just doing the effects themselves, but communicating why and how. Okay. And the why mm-hmm. is important. And that's, and... So, like, yeah, it'll be it'll take some effort from him to boil all it down to like a video uh, that kind of can be for anyone rather than just effects artists. But mm-hmm. I'm i am fairly confident he'll be able to pull it off and do it well.
2: So then the next question comes down to, OK, who edits it? Right. Like who who puts the whole yeah. show together <laughs> now? Now, this is this isn't something that we finalized. OK, so don't go over and start commenting. This is more to the listeners start commenting <laughs> that hey we're so excited about this this is something we've had a preliminary conversation we're we're both interested in pursuing both functional filmmaking and son of a dungeon prospectively looking at carmichael to Ooh, the, nicest the nicest dude return the nicest dude returning
3: Wait, have you talked to him yet
2: Yes, I've okay, talked to him. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Last I've, I heard, I wouldn't say you have not talked to him about it yet. And I was, that was <laughs> Monday, yeah. And I talked to him, I talked to him uh, yesterday, and we had a long conversation. He's, he's interested, but we have a ton of details to work out. Uh, so I, in no way, am saying that Carmichael is going to create these shows. All I'm saying is we've had a conversation about it, and we're both interested. And I, we both think that it would be awesome if we could make both of these happen together. So that's good. Uh, you just threw pressure out into the universe, Jake. You
3: just—I—you <laughs> uh, <laughs> have now laid a jinx. I know. Balls I in know. your court,
2: Carmichael. I know. <laughs> your move, Carmichael. <laughs> uh, no, so I mean, but the thing is, and this is what I was explaining to him on the phone. Like, no one is. Better suited to handle both of these shows, I don't think. <laughs>
1: you, you know, that's like, true. Like There is not a better person there, on the There planet isn't a better both person both on the planet to do
2: it. So you know, for everyone that's subscribed to the site, I mean, you know, maybe once we may, maybe you know, maybe just say like, hey, maybe in the comments, like, hey, you know, who would be great? Carmichael would be great for this, and then you know, maybe he'll see those and just be like, oh man, you know, I got to do it. <laughs> Uh, no, but, but seriously, Subliminal. I mean, with, with with his understanding of our workflow, his job for, for three years being literally to understand the philosophy behind our workflow and, and, and make videos out of it. It was a long, mm-hmm. longer There's, than three. Yeah, well, the, we, we did the vlog for like three and then he was with us for two before. Anyway, yeah, it was a I lot longer. Uh, but that was literally his job. And then, you know, Son of a dungeon, like we we had we had our call, and he was immediately on it with just ideas that he's already had for because you know he has his own D and D show, and so yeah. With with us, it's just like hey, here here are a bunch of other ideas that I have uh, that would be super fun to do, um, and here's all the lessons I've already learned from trying to do it myself in, in X Y and Z methods, and so. Yeah, I think it could be. I think it could be huge, but I do think this is going to take longer for both of these than we will we would like. But it depends, order...
3: like what like caliber of quality you want them to be at. Because we can do all of them, all of the functional filmmaking episodes. We can kick them out every single one in a week.
2: Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but we but, can. Hey. Doesn't mean we should.
3: Yeah, Doesn't mean we will. We, should.
2: we shouldn't. Like, what, you know, I, 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 let me
1: know. Actually, let me know if you're subscribed to the site. Whether no, or... no, 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 no. I'm kiboshing this right now. <laughs> I'm – I'll let you know. Look, I just no, want to see what – I just want each... to see what the comments are. I think these shows right now are an opportunity to – as as we continue to make videos and new people continue to discover them and we say like, hey, check out CorridorDigital.com by having a library of quality videos that are unparalleled elsewhere – that's you know, that's even more reason for people to come over, visit, sign up and watch. Well,
2: that would be my assumption as well. And I and if I was paying for it, that would be my assumption in terms of what I would want. But yeah. uh, you know, like that's the thing about the site. It's in a way, it's not really up to us, Nico. It's kind of up to what people are paying for. So <laughs> yep. there's a they There's a, the given, there's, there's the a the give day. and take there. They got the peepees, you know, what can you do? I <laughs> <We're, we're
0: laughs> can't believe we
1: went with that. Wow. <laughs> That's producer th- points. Producer points, <laughs> oh, really? guys. Producer points.
0: It's producer points, guys.
2: I, I I don't know what you want me to say.
0: <laughs> it's pretty. PP. What else, what was what, what was the alternative? <laughs> right?
2: the al- yeah. Uh, but anyways, so like like I think quality over quantity here certainly, but t- <laughs> timing is a is a factor. We do want to get that out, get the stuff out as soon as we can. So there's there's a clear one to one relationship between things getting. Greenlit and things getting released. But, you know, we might be looking at end of the year for some of this stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like. I think we. Well, yeah, maybe. I think we could get. It comes down to functional filmmaking. Like, I think the question with that is because the nice thing is everybody's writing their own episode. It's not like one of us has to write like six episodes of functional filmmaking. That's true. Like, I, I could write my own episode in a week, you know? um Now, I don't know if everybody else can be in the same. You know, issue, and I think in a way, like with them potentially being a little bit longer, it also make it easier to be able to, you know, write what you know and not try to like have to boil it down to like the perfect clickbait, you know, hook for YouTube, but like just be like, here's knowledge, here's knowledge, (laughs) here's knowledge, raw and (laughs) unsteamed. Only, only Um, the finest steams, Nico. (laughs) Some raw, some hot steamed knowledge. Anyways, uh yeah, you know, it's I just I think we can turn it out, especially if you know Carmichaels and board helping edit these things. Um Yeah. I just I think these are gonna be great classes. I can't wait to like see what Ren comes up with. I can't wait to see Me Nick's too. approach to like turning anything into a story. That and, like, one,
3: honestly, Nick's one, I think will probably be yeah. more
1: valuable than any
3: of our others combined, to be
1: completely we'll just honest. Spell- We'll just be giving that to other people as they join Corridor. Yeah. Here's yeah. <laughs> your training video you made go. by Nick. Watch these. <laughs> Watch these four episodes.
0: Yeah. yep,
1: yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Dude, the Corridor training manual. Maybe that's what we should have called it. Yeah. Actually, no, I like functional filmmaking. It's really clean. Yeah. yeah classy. Uh, yeah. Here's another topic. Uh, <laughs>
2: so I don't know if you guys have seen the emails today. Uh, well, some of you don't get these emails because we don't want to bore you guys with... <laughs> But we've gotten like <laughs> eight submissions today for some video lightsaber effects oh, on TikTok. Yeah. I've been content. getting spammed on Twitter
3: and Instagram about it too. Ah!
2: So, I, okay,
3: I looked up this account,
2: hey, guys. You know, I've I've ranted about this in the past, and I'll rant about it again in the future, and I'm gonna rant about it right now.
0: I'm uh, <laughs> ready for it. What him. is with these
2: people? Okay, there's a there's a TikToker uh, account. It's not even an account. It's like a username, and then it just has a number after it. And <laughs> this account, all day today, we've been getting people hitting us up, being like, "Hey, uh, these guys are stealing your stuff." Uh, so oh, what, yeah. what these a holes did, these Jedi a holes, is they <laughs> they took uh, they took uh, the world's longest lightsaber. And they put it behind a sponsored video where you can get audio effects uh, for $29.99. And they're using our video to sell that. Now, I went to the account. Wait, thinking, what? I, the one I saw was selling a lightsaber. Right. So this is on the same channel. So they took. Uh, I don't. This is clearly some kind of bot spam sort of like computer account because there's about. Uh, there's about 50 60 70 videos on this account Hmm. but all of them are just the two episodes one is a dude with a lightsaber and he's fighting his buddies in a parking lot which is also they ripped off from somebody else and then the other one is uh is the world's longest lightsaber video and literally every post is just that and there's about just those two, two videos just, just those two, Oh, sorry there's a third um, one of a guy unboxing a lightsaber that was the one i saw yeah uh so there's those only those three videos are being posted on this account and it and, and it, it looks like it's just started today from what i can tell um yeah. wow and, and there's uh there's over 70 posts of just these three videos multiple times each one having you know different view counts and like I, I, just don't get it. You know, like at what at what point? What's there well, not to get? Oh, here we go. <laughs> What's there not to get? Like, you, like, like, what, what, what is TikTok doing? Do these guys care at all? Do they care at all? Like, what protocols are you implementing into your platform to prevent people from doing this? Like, this person's clearly, and not only that, but they're now paying you to have their videos display like in front of other people's videos that are being watched on TikTok like you have no protocols for this and then they're like questioning and then they come out you know when 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 the government when the federal government was like hey we're going to shut down TikTok and people were like oh t- hey wait hold on TikTok's got integrity hold on <laughs> we got integrity here at TikTok wait hold on a second and look you know and it's just it's just like this is a prime example this is a prime example and i know it's an extreme example but it's ridiculous and this is going on all the time and it's going on to to hundreds of creators who are making videos and they're just straight up being ripped off and used for advertising i mean ren you've gone through this we've gone through this it's just man now it you know? happens
0: on facebook too though is, Think it, of the is children. it easier to get it done they like taken down on it's facebook? Easy.
2: okay so yeah so just so you know i've tried to take down things on tiktok and there's literally no response. Like literally, <laughs> of
1: course not. They have it? A- <laughs> right, right, right. It's another right. country that runs yeah. that program. They have,
2: uh, they have. So they have a TikTok copyright like report form, and uh, you fill it out. Like Facebook's actually pretty good about it, despite the fact that Facebook side tangent pretends that they can't do anything about it. And then and then, you know, takes it down after the fact, after you manually manually ask them to take it down, even though for some reason, I don't know, it's weird. YouTube somehow came up with a system for it. I don't know. I don't know how they did it. They must be geniuses. Everyone at Facebook must not be. That's all I can discern from it. They got the patents for it. Or man. or they just actually make a ton of money from the ads being spent before the videos get taken down. And so they have no incentive to do otherwise.
1: Maybe that's a, that's maybe. And, and
2: then they just tell the federal government in their congressional hearings that there's nothing that they could do about it, and because the senators don't understand how Facebook works, they just go, ah, okay, sounds like he's well, being I honest. Mean, yeah,
3: companies like Facebook aren't incentivized to like you know patrol or you know police that sort of thing. Is the same same thing with YouTube back in the day? Back in the day, the only reason why YouTube changed is because they were in a huge lawsuit with right. uh, Mer- Mer- Verizon. Verizon. It wasn't, it wasn't Verizon. Viacom. Viacom. Viacom,
1: Viacom. sorry. Not Verizon. Verizon.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, uh, so, so, yeah. And that was like a huge lawsuit, and it changed a lot of the ways that YouTube was fundamentally run. Facebook and TikTok have never had those reckonings, you know? It's
2: like... Totally. And it's a good example of, like, the, of the necessity of that type of action within the system. But still, like, you would think at this point... You know, it's not like, like when YouTube had that lawsuit, both YouTube and Facebook came out at pretty much the same time. It was like 2005, 2006. And, and obviously YouTube had the problem and Viacom went after them and Facebook didn't have video at that point. They just had pictures and profiles. And, uh, but you know, that was, that was 16 years ago, 15 years ago, <laughs> like they've been at it, you know, they, 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 they have. They have a thirty percent of all digital advertising being spent on their platform. You you would think, like, okay, come on, you know, so they can they could make a content ID, y- yes. In yeah. the F, they have a VR company, right? And, and, the, and the FTC <laughs> should step in, and and the FCC should actually be regulating these, but that's a whole other thing that I won't get into. So, anyways, TikTok, guys, I understand. You know, you were a startup. You were just trying to get people to watch your videos, but like, if you're gonna if you're gonna last. You know, something, something must be done. Think of the children. So Remember like what TikTok saying, used, used to be? Think of the TikTok be? children.
0: <laughs> think of well, the TikTok didn't TikTok, TikTok children. used to be Musical.ly? All the memes. Yes. Remember that? Music.ly? Yeah, yeah, Musical.ly? Yeah.
2: And then they were bought, and yeah, they went through the whole rebrand and stuff. But um, man, it's, it's remarkable. So I'll try to take it down again, but the last time I filled out the TikTok copyright report form, there was literally no response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just it's just like went into the ether tiktok ate it and turned it into a to a video game you know, we
0: made- Jake if we're going on tiktok rants I got another one for you okay. I, I first of all Get I I didn't explore TikTok until very recently because I I have some ideas of, like, parodying TikTok and making an account that's completely just to to shit on it, basically. (laughs) Um, But I I dove deep into the world of the memes of TikTok. And the big problem with it is there's so little regulation on minors doing things that, like, they should not be doing on the Internet. Yeah. Like, there's no like there's so little like that's done about yeah, that and not they to just, mention they post some shit that i've seen I, I was watching it like oh my god they, right. like do they not the like, have any sort of you know age restriction stuff on this and they don't the fundamental problem crazy.
2: is exactly that is that it's 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 not it's a chinese-owned company so they they are not participating with the rest of you know the the, the western world to be like okay like we're going to establish X, Y, and Z protections for people under these ages, and we're going to sign these generic treaties that say, hey, in general, we're all going to agree to this. They're not, they don't, they're not doing that. And so, yeah, I, and I know. And so it's, it's just like
0: it's like a free world over there. <laughs>
2: and I, I don't think I don't think that's like reson- obviously, I I don't mm-hmm. think that's not resonating with the people that are obviously making the most popular videos on the platform. They're they're like, look, hey. I'm I'm 16. I've this is the first social media profile I've ever had. It's got 100,000 followers. Don't Yeah. Don't take just a dump me on me. Let me peace. Right. Yeah, exactly. Don't take a dump on me. Like, I'm whoa. having fun I'm having fun with my friends and yeah. just let me be. And I I understand that desire, but like there's also a, a world out there that has consequences and if we just go about it like this and we let stuff like this happen, I just uh,
0: yeah, it's honestly know, dangerous. Man. Yeah, it, it's it super is. dangerous in the long
2: term. In the long term, and I'm not just trying to get on a get on a soapbox here. I'm just saying like this something needs to be done about this. It's very clear. Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> we just <laughs> lost Nico. Nico's out now. Your video's gone.
0: You're just oh, a little a little stick man.
2: Yeah. Uh, Where my- so. Thanks for staying with me through that, guys. Um, Happy I'm to do it. Happy super excited about *Son of a Dungeon*. Uh, Sam and I have already been bouncing around a ton of ideas, and uh, real quick, before, just to
3: interrupt you, back back on the TikTok thing. Uh oh. What I done, <laughs> baby? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't have, I don't care about it anymore. But because we've made videos about people stealing our content, every single time someone sees it, they take a screenshot and they message me. So I get hundreds of messages.
2: I know. Like, hey, I
3: I saw your video on TikTok, and I'm like, I know, I can't do anything about it, and it's just like an onslaught. So please stop letting me know.
2: (laughs) But how else do we find out? Okay, maybe here's what we should do: tell the corridor Twitter account, not me. Okay, here's yeah. So so maybe maybe going forward, so that Ren doesn't have a have a Twitter breakdown because of all this comments and submissions we come up with a an email slash like account and then we tell people like it's like reports at or digital or something and we just tell people to use that you know some some sort of handle or specific email to target people towards because i do really appreciate it when people let us know about stuff like this uh, yeah, but, I mean, but, yeah. Yeah, the don't only me way wrong. We I do out. too.
3: It's just that, like, they think they're doing me such a favor by messaging me and telling me about this that they seem really uh, offended whenever I just kind of, like, ignore it.
2: Oh, well, you can't expect, I wouldn't expect I know, you to I to know. respond. Well, like, I you, mean, you have, are you going to go through every single response and, like. Just respond, respond to, to all back. of them right
0: now, like you're doing. <laughs> just, that'll work.
2: This was that response. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> There you go. All right,
2: so Ren's cleared the air. Would anyone else <laughs> like to clear the air about anything in their life at this point? I mean, we've lost Nico. We've lost visual on Nico. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and audio now. Oh no, no, I no! I'm here. I'm here. There. He's there.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is probably a good spot to wrap it up because I still have to finish my color grade for Tactical Reloads. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I gotta Whew. go. All yeah, right, I'm just happy, <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> just happy
0: to be here
3: again.
1: Matt's just happy to be here.
2: All right, cool. Well, that was fun. Um, thanks for thanks for playing and uh, look, you for, above look for look for tactical you, yeah. reloads to come at out next screen. weekend. And uh, look for the show on quarterdigital.com at some point. Yeah. So there you have it. Signing Alrighty. off. Signing off. Uh, this is. Uh, the banjo Boys and uh, the podcast. Right.
0: We can't leave until we get that sweet, sweet banjo.
2: Oh, I gotta go now.
0: <laughs> He's out.
2: bye